podcast because I grew up in a household in the 80s that was of the norm of a single parent sport, not having a father, not been raised with a dad, living without that type of leader or someone to follow or be guided by caused great effects and has great effect on my life and my siblings. I realized that in order to be a man as I was growing older, I needed some examples of how to be a husband and a father one day and a friend and business leader and a coach and all these different things. Naturally, I started paying attention to men and father figure roles on TV, such as Fresh Prince and Family Matters and The Cosby Show. Uncle Phil on Fresh Prince was a big, bold, mean, very strict uncle but in in another figure just a big bear with a big heart pretty much and I really gravitated towards that because one he was successful wealthy and then he had the option to take in another child invited him in as his own that really that I seen on that show that was like wow that's that's what a dad looks like Carl Winslow even on Family Matters um, he was kind of the same way as Uncle Phil two big guys who were mean, stern, who didn't take nothing from anybody who protected his kids at all costs. He was a a police officer who provided a level of security and safety and protection to his family. And you just kind of seen his role play out. And I'm like, okay, this is what a father looks like too. Okay, he provides safety and structure to his family. And and everybody runs to dad when, when he's got a problem. I remember even Eddie on a couple of his son on the show would you know anything that was going down he knew that he can call dad because dad's police officer you know what kind of feeling is that to to know that your dad's a police officer and you know just feels like he's nothing can stop him or he's unstoppable bill cosby watching that show really gave me a sense of humor and character from a dad Um, even as professional as he was i believe he was a doctor on that show uh gave me a sense of humor and fun and just you know being kind-hearted but at the same time being a professional in his field even as a doctor i, I appreciate the producers characterizing uh, men in that time especially in the early 90s late 80s the tv father figures and mentors set the bar for pretty much what i wanted to become and virtually helped prepare me for male adulthood even when i look back at the other guys um, around me and closest to me, I saw that I wasn't the only one that grew up searching for something. In my own personal family, we struggled like any other family who grew up in a certain part of the city, in a certain part of the neighborhood, 
with only one part-time parent who worked three jobs all day, um, did missionary work, was at church, was involved with that, which I'll get into more later because that was actually the, the defining and highlight point of my life that gave me the opportunity to become the man that I am is because of my mother. And we'll definitely chat about that because that changed the whole trajectory of why I'm here today in front of you. But she couldn't do it all alone herself. There's some certain things that she couldn't teach me and my brother or even create an atmosphere in the family like those TV figures that they could do because they were men and they were leaders in their roles and positions. My recall of the last time I seen my dad in flesh, I might have been four or five, maybe. I can barely remember this, but I remember he came over to the house and he was with, sorry, I'm just trying to think for a second. He he was talking to my mom about something. I think they were getting on good terms, and I believe the conversation went like, hey, let me go get some ice cream or some shakes or something like that. I'll be right back. And I remember my mom either walking or running outside. She might have been running. And I just remember it getting really loud. I think I remember her cussing somebody out. And at the time, you got to remember, my mom's an amazing black woman, but at that time, all the ghetto and fury of a black woman that you could possibly see possibly came out at that time. And my mom was still young in her early 20s or mid-20s, possibly. Uh, and I went upstairs. We lived in a big blue house in Anderson, Indiana. And I remember faintly him getting out of the car and I think he pulled up, this fool, I think he pulled up <laughs> with a girlfriend or a side chick or whoever she was. And my mom just seen it as a threat. And so she went off. I think he took the ice cream or he chunked it or left it. So I can't fully remember. It's just blur. But I do remember seeing that last picture in my head. And so... That's the only memory and experience I have from a father is potentially connecting, meeting, and sharing some ice cream. That if we would have shared that ice cream, I'm, I'm not sure where I would be today. I don't, I'm, I'm not sure how things would have turned out. The last thing I remember is getting a call, I think on my 21st birthday, and I was a little shocked. That's That's the only reflection that I have of that moment. I think growing up all the way... Even up till you know high school, I never had a moment or a huge effect in not having a father. And I'll explain more of that in another episode too as well, which is really powerful to me. But I never really remember feeling the need for a dad or feeling that I need somebody like that in my life until the day that I got married. That was probably the hardest day, one of the hardest days at the same time, the best day of my life. I remember like it was yesterday almost, it was it was rainy and uh, it was kind of a gloomy day. It wasn't raining yet, it did rain on our wedding day. The mood was just, you know, real just calm. I was at my apartment getting ready because I grew up cutting my own hair 
from just not having enough money, to be honest. And, you know, in the hood, you learn how to do everything yourself. But uh, I was getting ready to trim my hair and cut my hair. And I remember looking at myself in the mirror and saying, I need a dad. It just came out. Like, me in the mirror, halfway through the haircut, and I'm like 25, 26 years old. And for the first time ever, I I've, I've utter out of my mouth, like, man, I need a dad right now. And I just started bawling, like wailing. I'm getting married. I'm all alone. Uh, I, th- I thought I did everything right up to this point. And um, I need a dad right now, dude. Like, what the heck? And from that moment on, I was just a mess. It it took it took me apart, and I couldn't stop crying. And I didn't I didn't know what to do. And without a father to help me prepare to become a husband, at least that's what I felt like in the moment. I was emotional wreck. I mean, the whole day, I could not stop crying until I was in, on stage looking at my bride which is my amazing wife, Kayla. And even backstage with my brother, like they didn't fully know why I was crying. But that's why. Um, Yeah, emotional wreck. Wonderful day of my life. The biggest question I had was how did I get here? How did I deserve what I'm looking at? I'm married. My brother's here beside me. I have five to six good close friends that are best friends it was like I was prepared and groomed for that moment and I couldn't figure out was it the the TV figures was it Uncle Phil the cousin no wait a second I never met y'all was it the mentors that I grew up with yeah possibly so but I'm like how how did I just run into this great moment of success and even as I look back on it it, it means more to me today than it did at the time I've I've accomplished getting married by the standards of my values and core beliefs the right way that I believe to to do it. Looking back now with a beautiful, faithful, fearless wife with two kids who leave me in awe every time I wake up. They look at me like like I'm a walking Disney World. I have a dream job. I work for myself. I have the pleasure and the honor of serving others in my community. I remember on several conversations. Saying like, man, I've always feel like I've had a dad. Like I, I don't feel like this or feel like that. You know, I've never felt that that void, and I feel like I've been trained for for these moments in a in like a perfect direction when I look back on it. But how can how can every man experience what I've experienced? Is I grew up in the lowest of circumstances. I grew up pretty much in the status quo of, of a single parent home and I've ended up in such a beautiful predicament. My heart for this whole podcast is to to let every man that's listening to this that you can have to what you want to experience in life get it the right, ethical, noble honest way a better you and that's the whole heart of the manual is if we had a guide, if we had a walking, talking mentor or book or or script or something that we can pinpoint whenever, oh, 
how do you love a woman? Or, hey, how do you treat others? Or, hey, how do you get respect? Do you gain respect? Do you demand respect? I mean, if we had something that we can look to to give us answers, I believe we can all be accountable to that knowledge and be able to not only apply it, but share it. You see, I'm I'm brought to a big conviction when I see men everywhere struggle to find out who they really are or what they really can become. It bothers me that I see men just kind of, it's not that they're lazy or they're inadequate on purpose, that they wasn't fathered. Like I'm looking at them and I know this problem. I know the solution because I know the problem. And I'm looking at men who are just walking around trying to figure things out and they don't have anybody to guide them. While there is no perfect way to discover exactly who you are and what you are and what you're designed to do, I believe there's a way to journey through a moment with other men that can help reveal not only who you are now, but the possibilities of what you can become. I know that you can become a better son. You can become a better brother, a friend, a coworker, a partner, a CEO, a pastor, an organizer, an influencer, a leader, and servant to your entire family and to the world. I know that there's something greater in you, that there's something greater in me. But I'm reminded from the statement that iron sharpens iron. And this is that, listen, this is that show, this is that mindset that'll help you sharpen and reveal a better you because you're just out here doing you, bro. You're just out here doing whatever and living whatever and failing and figuring out things on your own where you're not meant to do anything by yourself. So I hope you tune in and stay plugged into the manual. This is the show that'll help you determine what type of man you will become. Stay tuned.